remember that next door neighbor of mine? Wait, what? Yo, what's up? Welcome back to the Next Summer Podcast. I'm your host, Oscar. And to the left of me, I have my lovely wife, Elma. Hi. And, it, dude, you guys don't need any introduction at this point, to be quite honest. You guys have been on like three, four episodes now. We got the homie Casey and the homie Christina over Hi. here. Happy to be here. Go. <laughs> and uh, with today's episode, we're actually doing something funky. That's why we got the, the shader blocks on um uh we're doing wtf reddit stories uh which is just kind of like a a collage co- yeah i think it's a compilation okay. of um just weird funny um uh, kind of like borderline psychotic people oh you know gosh. just kinda, like putting out reddit stories here and uh you know just doing our thing where we're giving our unsolicited opinion no one really you know asked for it but we're here for <laughs> it you know so if you guys like this go ahead and hit the subscribe button and, uh, you know, stay along for the ride. But without further ado, first story here for you guys is my boyfriend won't stop telling me I have B.O. All right. And so this one's actually coming from uh, the R advice subreddit, which is just like people asking, like, hey, what do I do? Like, What do I do now? Like, you know, give me some advice. I'm very desperate. So here we are. I have been with my boyfriend for over a year and everything has been great except for one thing. Every single day, at least once. He will tell me that I stink and smell of B.O. When we met, I showered every day. I applied regular deodorant in the morning, brushed my teeth three times a day. Now I am so paranoid about smelling bad that I shower at least twice a day. I apply new industrial strength deodorant every few hours. I have a reminder on my phone, perfume, and I brush my teeth anytime I eat or drink something that isn't water. I feel like I'm going crazy. I didn't think I smelled bad in the beginning, and I don't think I smell bad now. But I obviously smell bad to him, right? I'm that weirdo that keeps sneakily smelling their own armpits. I have been to the doctor and he has said there is nothing medically wrong. It has honestly gotten to a point where I literally shove armpit in friends and family's faces asking if I smell bad. They all say I don't smell like B.O. at all. One friend even said I smell too clean, like a lush door. I'm getting so paranoid. He won't cuddle or anything he says I smell. I really don't know what more I can do. Any advice is appreciated. So let's hop into it. All right. He's, I was like, he's probably the one that smells bad. <laughs> I've actually, himself. Like, I'm going to blame it on her. <laughs> I feel like uh, you seem like you're <laughs> very oh, I'm interested. I'm contemplating. I'm contemplating here. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know if it's like the shader vlogs or whatever, but I just turned to a friend. <laughs> you're very creepy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're the one who wanted these on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, but you know what the thing is? Uh, and I think... He I, was I, trying to smell his armpit. I feel like I, I've heard about this before in the past, and I think there's something that I'm kind of a little bit paranoid about too, like low-key on the insecurity side of things. But like, um, uh, if you have like bad eating habits... Like, you eat junk food, you eat just mm-hmm. all that, which I, I don't personally, but I still have, like, this little insecurity of it. Uh, your stomach acids will, like, as they're freaking burning everything up, they'll, like, throw the smell up. Because, mm. I don't know if you guys know this, but, I mean, I'm a, I think I'm, I'm pretty much a scientist. But, like, um, <laughs> when the, when the, a doctor, I don't know, whoever takes care of the stomach acid information, <laughs> um, when you burn <laughs> your, your food in your stomach, it actually goes up. So sometimes when somebody smells like bad, their breath stinks is because their stomach's burning it. So maybe what if this dude just, you know, smelling his own breath. like breath when he's like near the girlfriend or something, 
And that's why that's what like, oh, dude, you stink, but it's just actually just his breath that's coming out, you know? Oh, and you think that's so my bad? take Even on when it. you're not there, I smell it. Yeah, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you're not, that's not, the girl, his girl's not even there. He's like, oh, she's here. Is that oh, it? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yo, Jennifer, stop sitting on this couch, bro. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I, I think what's really interesting here is the fact that she's so self-conscious now at this point. Mm-hmm. And it makes mm-hmm. me wonder if they've ever had like a true heart-to-heart conversation where they're like, what is it really? Like, you know, if you guys are very intimate and you guys are like sharing emotions, you guys are like yeah. going through, you know, what every couple should, this should yeah. be an open conversation regarding what is it really? You know, it, yeah. is, it, is it BO? Is it my breath? You know, like, I feel like if that's something so significant for you, I feel like it's something you have to openly discuss. Mm-hmm. Oh, even though it's such a sensitive topic, I mean, poor girl. Like she's changing her whole life and flipping upside down. And she's literally smelling too clean. She's walking into the rooms like, like, (laughs) what's going on? I was like, come on, you know, poor girl. That industrial deodorant thing got me. I'm like, I don't, okay, first of all, where do you buy? Is industrial deodorant something you get easily? Yeah, uh, it, over it, you know, in the grocery store, it's like the, he knows. the bleach. Oh, yeah. Next to like the Mr. Clean guy. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> just rubbing Mr. Clean <laughs> sponges on yourself. Deodorant called rubbing alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. That's crazy, bro. I don't even know. It's probably something you have to like get overseas or something. I, I don't know where you get, where the heck you get industrial deodorant. And on top of that, you're putting that thing on your armpits, bro. You're, supposedly, you're not supposed to put, like, bad deodorant chemicals, chemicals on your body already. And this homie's going above and beyond putting whatever the heck that is mm-hmm. onto your body, bro. I'm surprised you don't have, like, rashes or something or yeah. from all the chemicals you're putting on yourself. Fair. You know? Yeah, fair. The and boyfriend is saying that it's most like B.O. Cause, but I think that's a very specific smell. Because I was thinking, what if it's um whatever... What is it called? Detergent that she uses on her clothes? Oh, maybe and the clothing, it's, huh? It's that that he doesn't like, so... It's it, she hasn't changed anything about what she. Ah uh, man, I don't know because like, I guess I guess it's kind of what Casey was saying though, where you have to kind of have that conversation because like and like really both of you kind of get to the bottom of it together, because like, um, if she's already like super paranoid about her smell, then she'd probably like take into consideration her clothing too, you know. But based off what she said, not yet. But because mm, the thing that my one of my um issues is that like, I go to the gym all the time. And I like to wear some of my regular clothing to the gym. And sometimes when like, I'm in a hurry to just dip somewhere, I put that clothing on without knowing. And I, I smell like B.O. because like I just worked out in that shirt at the gym, you know? Mm-hmm. But I can smell it, though. You know, like, I'm sure you can smell like your clothing is funky smelling, too. No, but what I'm saying is like it's just normal deodorant <laughs> or detergent and he just doesn't like it. Yeah, it could be that. Just something that he's very specific to. Yeah. I, I guess a big question for everyone here in the group and <coughs> just for everyone listening too is this a deal breaker like is, do you guys see there being a solution to this point like imagine like how long they've been together from like what i'm digesting from the story if it's like to the point she's gone over mountains and and more to like you know fix her yeah her overall sense and such is that something they can overcome or is that just personally like a him problem i think it's a him problem bro Cause like, for me it wouldn't be a a deal breaker at all. Like I love smells. That's just me, you know. Like, I think it would be a deal breaker for me because they've only been together a year. So how right. much of that mm-hmm. year has he been telling her that? Because I, you're like my safe space. So when I'm with you, I just feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I my give. entire time with you is feeling uncomfortable because I'm like I'm smelling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that. That's a deal breaker. I, I, I guess I'm just saying like it's a deal breaker in this situation, but it's not deal breaker for me. 
I'm sticking it through, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Smells or not. Let's go. <laughs> well, I, I think for, for the context of like this couple, I just don't specifically say they're being yeah. up, you know, unfortunately happy ending. And I mean that because she's going forward, like, and once again, kind of tying into that, do they have an open heart to heart conversation? Yeah. It sounds like she's going, she's bending forwards and backwards to impress this guy who might not even realize that. Yeah. yeah. Facts. It's changing a whole lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not even that. It's, it's, once again, poor girl, it's the mentality. Like, she has to self-consciously yeah. consider when she wakes up, when she goes out, I have to twice shower. Mm-hmm. Like, she's so much in her head, she can't, like, blossom as a person, that, yeah. as sad as that sounds. And so, I don't know. I think this man's a red flag. That's what yeah. I'm saying. It would be He's a deal breaker. If I can't yeah. feel comfortable with a yeah. person that's supposed to make me feel to, comfortable. Yeah. Right, right. No. Well, there is a top comment and an update on this story. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want to read the top comment because I feel like we always fudge it up and read the top comment after the update and it doesn't make sense anymore. So top <laughs> comment here is either it's just one of those times where you smell bad to him and to him only or he's doing this on purpose to avoid intimacy or control you or something. An ex-husband of mine did this to me. Wouldn't be intimate but blamed me for a number of reasons, including I had bad breath. I went to the dentist who told me there was nothing wrong with my breath. It's not you. It's him. It's a good, pretty good dissection. It could be that Red the flag. first option too, where like just their pheromones, because each person yeah. does have a unique smell. So what if that person is just really yeah. sensitive to that specific smell? Bro, right, I'm going to get a little, I don't know, cringy. I'm scared about what you say. <laughs> <laughs> you should be. Uh, I'm going to get a little cringy, a little transparent. I feel like when you have your, your person and mm-hmm. you've been with them for so long, just their smell alone is is so like sexy like it's 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 uh, bro it's so weird uh, some of you guys get it i know y'all do bro <laughs> tom i know you get that bro um uh, but um all right so like what i'm trying to say is like your significant other has a specific smell and like it almost like makes you want to like and more attracted to them right so if this is like and just for me i feel like this almost might just be a deal breaker if the homie doesn't like her smell bro that's like that's one of the most like intimate things man your I feel like I can't smell. relate to you because you either smell, I smell like bad nothing. No, like <laughs> I feel like you don't smell like anything. <laughs> <laughs> or you smell bad because you just Gosh, came home from the gym. Why <laughs> you gotta, yo? I just, I just spilled my heart out here for you, bro. <laughs> why you gotta, why you no. gotta throw me under the bus like that? Like, <laughs> 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 so this is over. <laughs> or just like the two minutes when you come home from it. the gym. I get it. I smell bad. You know? That's all I get, man. Yeah, she's counting. She's like, yeah. It's because <laughs> she said, yeah. fifteen seconds. Can you stand two across minutes the room? too long? It's because it's, it's it's the way my stomach acid, you know, just burns. Oh <laughs> what the heck, yo? What you doing? <laughs> um, nah, I get you. No, but I, I, someone get it, bro. Someone comment. Help me out. Help a buddy out. Hey, there's a smell to somebody. That? Cause yeah. I, I generally feel like you don't smell like anything, yeah. or you smell like. Nah, you sweat. smell. You smell good, man. Maybe just a you think. I don't know. I like your do hormones. You really, can, do you, you smell? Do you Kevin smell has a smell, but he doesn't like have a smell, smell bad. Like a scent. It's <laughs> like when you make cilantro and like a little bit no, of <laughs> broccoli. Even, That's all okay. And smells. it's funny because Kevin doesn't wear any like cologne or anything, but I can tell it's him. Like if I would, mm-hmm. I, I think if I have my eyes closed <laughs> and I smell him, like I would know it's him. But yeah. it's just like I don't know. Like I get you. It's not like. I don't know. It's weird to explain. It doesn't gross you out. No, yeah. yeah. It's like, no. it's Kevin. And I think kind of piggybacking. <laughs> 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 I think kind of piggybacking off of that, once again, in the context of this story, like, especially when you're talking about, like, intimate moments, like, say, say you're just watching a movie, you're doing a podcast, or you're out in public, if you guys can't accept one another, especially in that own personal space, 
I, I think this is a deal breaker. Yeah. Bags. There is an update on this. just psychotic. Like a red flag, I'm telling you. <laughs> that is a little funky. I'm not going to lie. It's a, it's a little out of the ordinary. Um, especially because it can be fixed. I feel like that's weird. I feel like most problems like this can't be fixed. Um, but there is an update. So let's go ahead and jump into it. So, unexpected edit. I waited for him to make a comment this morning so I could talk to him. It was less than an hour after waking up that he said, God, you stink. I had already showered and put on deodorant. I snapped and asked what exactly he was smelling because at this point, I'm one of the cleanest people on the planet. And if I still smell bad to him, then we should just break up. He got all panicked and upset. I eventually got it out of him that this is what his father always said to his mother. Apparently, his father told him that it was a surefire technique to have a woman never leave you because she will always feel too low to cheat, will only love you, and will always be clean. Needless Ew. to say, his father is wrong. He's packing his things and moving out of my house today. What you were right. That's a win. Hey, you guys, you guys heard it. That's a win right there. Let's go. Who in the mindset? Like, who thinks that that's like the right way to I keep hope that it? his parents are not together anymore. I hope yes, so, Frankie. yeah. What the hell is that? Yeah. I mean, I think it's just... That's manipulating. That's that is manipulating. It's weird, too, because like, I don't know how... Well, this, okay, this is one of the weird things where I don't even know if I can really blame the dude because his father is the one that kind of, like, in a way shaped him to be this way, you know? Like, if his father was always telling him that when he was a little no, kid no, and no. stuff. And he like was I said in another episode, that. I feel like a lot of it has to do with, like, how you were raised. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you get to choose You're who you want to be. Person. Yeah. And that sounds, like, not right. <laughs> yeah. So, mm. just because my dad told me, it doesn't mean I'm going to follow it. And I think kind of adding on to that, just just my take from this is if we were to flip it the other way around for just OP in general. Okay. Mm. First off, that's a win. I'm so proud of her. Like Heck she yeah. finally snapped and she stood up for herself. I think this is a perfect story. An example of just self-respect and self-worth, you know, like Thanks. at some point you have to realize you should never have to bend forward and back. They should be able to accept and love you for the person you are. Yeah. Yeah. And this story here is a dub. This is a win. I like this story. Yeah. Good for her. All right, guys, let's go ahead hey, and bro, take a break. Are you going to use these uh, weights over here? No, dude, you're good. You're good. All right, guys, let's go ahead and take a quick break from the show to give a quick word to our sponsors, Lifestyle Movement. If you guys are looking for an awesome activewear brand and you want to support good cause, look no further. Lifestyle Movement is a new activewear brand spreading awareness to help reduce childhood obesity nationwide. With every purchase, 10% of profits fund programs currently reducing childhood obesity starting out in San Diego. Now, if you guys want to go ahead and get yourself an awesome deal, use code N. DN to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's code NDN to get 15% off your entire purchase. Now back to the show. <laughs> Our next story is, am I the equal for almost ending a 30-year friendship? My 43 male BFF 42 male have been like brothers since 8th grade. I have been there for pretty much every milestone in his and his family's life, no matter what. He was my brother from another mother and we behaved as such. Over the last 10 or so years, we didn't hang out as much. Both have demanding careers. So anytime we got to hang, it was very much cherished. The last five or six times we were supposed to hang, he straight up ghosted me. No call, no text, just plain not showing up. I would often hear from him the day after with an apology and usually blaming his girlfriend for not being able to get out of the house. And as I always told him, I understand. Maybe we'll catch up next time. So my birthday came up and he offered to treat me to wings and beer at the sports bar while watching the and CAA attorney. I took him up on it as it's been almost a year since we've seen each other, even though we live in the same city. So we made plans to meet up at 5 p.m. 5.30, no show. 6 p.m., no show. I bet you guys can see where this is going. So I stayed and enjoyed my wings until the game was done and went home. 
I told my wife what happened and told her I'm over the friendship. She said we are too close for me to just throw our brotherhood away. But I told her I'm only matching his energy. If our brotherhood doesn't merit a courtesy call or a text to inform me you can't make it, especially after being the one to invite me out, then that's not brotherhood I want to be a part of. Am I the echo for this? What do you guys think? No, not at all. I don't, I don't think he's at the asshole whatsoever. I think as, as sad as it is, he made a decision on his own, which, I mean, you got to completely respect. And when with, with any type of relationship, regardless, right? And sadly enough, this is a 30-year, like this is a bona fide relationship. Yeah. You can only put so much effort, you know, and people grow. People outpace each other. That's just what life is. You know, everyone turns a page, they move on to the next chapter. Sadly enough, this chapter wasn't meant to be continued for the both. And I just, that sucks, man. You know, I, I just like the fact that he had enough self respect and own ownership for himself to say, hey, you know, I, I see where we're going. Unfortunately, yeah. this isn't, it's just, there's only so much I can do at this point, you know? And yeah. I, I feel sadly enough, OP went forward and backwards and was complete understanding, you know, like perfectly fine if my best mm-hmm. friend has a relationship and, yeah. You know, you have responsibilities. You want to start a family. Like, that's perfectly fine. You know, like, I, th- I think you should give credit or credit's due. You have to establish a long-standing relationship for this long. Why all of a sudden? You know, like, yeah. maybe maybe he's going through a rough patch. Maybe Could Bestie's be. going through a rough patch. Maybe they can't talk it out like they used to watching NCAA tourneys like way back <laughs> when. But, you know, sadly enough, I, I just feel this might be ha- this might just be another chapter in the book. He might just have to pass on. Yeah. That sucks too, because like I have had situations where like I I'm close to somebody, and uh, they just don't reciprocate the closeness anymore, and that sucks because I'm like, bro, I thought we were gonna be like you know friends for like the rest of our lives together, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean we've had rough patches here and there, but like what friends haven't, right? Right. Um. Uh, but like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I mean we're going through a rough patch right now, Casey. Oh so, my god! I didn't want I didn't want to talk about it on camera but yeah, it's been really so hard scary. on me it's just, hey, it's just another bump in the road no but uh, yeah sorry I just I didn't want to get into so it sorry I was giving you a high five I'm like you have a hand in cast and we're <laughs> this is, I was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you want to show them your flipper no <laughs> I have superpowers <laughs> my flipper my what you just got like a little flipper, flipper. <laughs> your little <laughs> Bro, you gotta, you I'll know. show you what this flipper can do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, uh, yeah, it's crazy, bro. No, but um, uh, yeah, so rough patch for the friend, whatever, right? And then um, with uh, we just weren't able to recover, but I still, I mean, I still like the dude, you know. Like we're we're good. Um, if he if he ever wants to grab a cup of coffee or talk or go somewhere, bro, I'm there, you know. But uh, I'm just giving them space. I think that's what I was going to say in this case, because it's 30 years. So he's going through maybe something with his girlfriend or whatever. Uh, That doesn't mean I'm like, I'm not going to be friends with them anymore. It's just, okay. well, I'm going to stop reaching out. Mm -hmm. And whenever they feel like reaching out, I'm going to be here. But not necessarily be like, I'm cutting him off, delete phone number and everything. Um, I don't like it. And I want to stop saying hate, but it really annoys me when people can't take accountability for their own actions. So their first excuse was, oh, my girlfriend didn't let me get out of the house. That's not, that's that's not, that's not. You're a 42 year old guy. Yeah. You're a grown ass man. If you wanted to get out of the house, you You could could. get out of the house. Just um, say you don't want to hang out and then yeah. that's it. Oh, and another thing that pisses me off is when people can't respect ghosts, your time. Bro. What was that, sorry? When people can't respect your time. Mm, so you can't even that. tell me that you're not going to show up? Mm, yeah. you, you can. You just chose not to for yeah, whatever it's, it's reason. It's just a simple text, bro. I hate when people do that, simple to be honest. Text, yeah. yeah. I, and, and kind of just chiming into you know what you said a moment ago. I, I think 
it's tough because when I consider everyone in my circle, and there's a reason why I say circle, right? This is past and not square. He's like you guys. <laughs> uh, a circle's even. And, and no you triangle know why? No a circle's tight. Oh snap! It's right. never breaking. There's okay. no, there's no, it's, it's all equal in my circle. You know what I'm saying? But anywho, anyone in my circle, I feel like it's very open communication, and like I've had plenty of friendships where, yeah, and and, and I quote, you know, you're the type of person. Where if I don't see you for one, three, five years, I feel like the moment we meet up, it's as if we saw each other yesterday. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. You know, Love that. and and that's what I think a solid relationship is built upon, like open communication, knowing that 30 years out the door might be really sad. But like if, if they were really, truly that close, I mean, something as simple, like you said, like take ownership of yourself. Right. Just tell me what's really going on. If you can't spend time, like just know I'm always in your corner. Thanks. But, you know, once again, you can only do so much. For someone you might have really cared for, and, and sadly enough, it's what life is. You know, life yeah. moves on, and I think that's always something that's always very special about just the both you guys. You guys have a very close knit group of friends, but you always keep that door open. Like, hey, oh, you yeah. know, it, we don't have to chat every single day. I mean, we do. I'd rather but, not. Don't take it personally, <laughs> but I, I think what it's very, I, I think just personal, just for you two, is the fact that it's always an open door policy. You know, like, although we might not chat every single time, you guys are always there in my corner and it goes Heck both you. ways. But I think going through the events that we're seeing here, I don't know. Is this something you guys feel like this friendship can continue? I right, think well, so. Before. Just wait for them to make the next move. And I don't mean yeah. it in a testing way because I've definitely been put in that position. I'm like, don't test me to see what I'm going to uh, text you. I, that's not a friendship right. I want. That's for, <laughs> I don't have that friendship anymore. Yeah. So I don't mean it in a testing way. I just mean, like you said, just give them space. Like, I'm going to do me, yeah. and I'm going to let them do yeah. them. And that's if they want to reach out, they can reach out. Yeah. I think if you're close enough with somebody, and maybe maybe something you have to kind of just flat out, put it out there. But sometimes you don't. Like, with my best friend, we never really had, like, this agreement we never talked about it we're just like yeah, we both are busy bro you know you're studying to be freaking like uh a nurse something you're studying something <laughs> medical field <laughs> doesn't you're, even know you're getting your med- bro, you that's how we're bro you're doing something medical stuff i get it bro you know you have a whole lot of medical stuff you're trying to like figure out with your programming junk um and i got my own life going on you know so like we just have like an agreement that we, we, don't, we don't really like communicate about but like when he's like hey yo, yo you want to hang out bro i'm there you know mm-hmm. like every once like every like what, six months or something bro hit me up you know we'll yeah, do something yeah. but that's how it is and we're still close as heck you know yeah. but before anything else i wanted to go ahead and uh, jump over to to an update on this post actually that's we right. have a lot of updates on this one yeah. um and before anything just i just want to say that um uh, uh, op did make a few comments on this um just how, about like the relationship of his friend and stuff uh he adds how about how like um he knows that he goes to work every day so but that's about it like he doesn't do anything else he just goes like the the mm-hmm. friend goes to work every day that's it you know um and then he also has that he thinks that he's insecure about their relationship because he's 42 and she's 25 oh. so there's a pretty a- big age gap and uh he says that it, it it's like he feels she's the best he could do and if he doesn't do as she says he'll lose her and um he doesn't know what's going on behind that closed doors super healthy yeah so like it all seems like it's kind of adding up to be like i don't know yeah. toxic relationship kind of thing yeah. um regardless though op did add in the comment section um uh, about how like his wife is basically just telling him like hey like talk to talk to your bestie like figure it out bro yeah, yeah. um but here is the update first of all let me thank everyone for their advice and judgment so yesterday i went to my bff's office and waited until he left for lunch he was surprised to see me and we headed to 
DD for coffee. What is it? Dunkin' Donuts? Probably, huh? Nailed it. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Top of my dome, bro. DD for coffee to talk. So I put it out there that I am contemplating being done with our friendship due entirely to him ghosting me and not reaching out. He proceeded to show me his phone log and text messages. His girlfriend constantly calls and texts him all day when he's working. She tracks his whereabouts through his iCloud. He found an air tag in his spare tire. Well, he says she's neurotic about him and everything he does. If he tries to leave the house for anything, he has to take her along or she'll throw a fit, hide his wallet, phone, keys, etc. I asked him flat out why he is still with her. He tells me she has no family on this side of the country. She's from Arizona and he can't kick her out. He said he reached out to her brother to help get her back home, but he doesn't take him seriously. I told him to change his iCloud password, go home before she gets off, pack a bag, and come stay with me. I feel like this woman is something out of a killer movie, and she may hurt him or herself. It's not healthy and a highly dangerous situation to be in. So for now, he's staying with us while trying to find a way to get out of her life. Damn. That's Cue the sirens. Took. Red flags. We're in DEFCON 1. That's more than a red flag. That's like 10 red flags in one. Yeah, bro. Oh okay, gosh. so that changes everything. Yeah. yeah first wow. of all, I just want to put it out there that you said cut the homie out, right, Casey? <laughs> so you're you're losing on this one. Rewind. Just, yeah, yeah, rewind. Yeah. Said, I'll take a one for one. Just remember, <laughs> yeah. I'm not taking. You know, I'm not keeping record, but whoever is one for one. All right. All but right. okay, so with everything said and done, what happens here? There's you help out your friend because you guys want to know. Well, I'm just curious. Do There's you, another update. Yeah. Oh, I know, dude. Okay, so, let's hear it. Just mind. jump into this it. Guy. Just jump into it. All right. Final <laughs> update. <laughs> well, a lot has happened this past week. So BFF came to stay with my wife and I. And sure enough, that first night, she blew up his phone. He didn't answer and it went on till about 1 a.m. Between the hours of 2 and 6 a.m., she rode past my house about 15 times. I live at the end of a cul-de-sac, so she has to do a U-turn in front of my home to get out. I set the geofencing on my ring cam to stretch past my driveway just to see if she would drive by. She didn't see his car. It was in the garage. So she would sit for a couple of minutes and drive by. He was able to avoid seeing her for about three days. Then she started calling everyone he knew to try and find him. He would alternate getting a ride from me or an Uber so she wouldn't see his car at work. In the meantime, we tried to find a way to get her out of his apartment. He lives in one of those luxury apartments where there is a limit on how long your visitors can stay, in this case, 30 days. So we proceeded with a plan to evict her without involving the law. So, Sunday, while she was at church, we convinced his management company that he lost his key fob, so they reprogrammed his reader and gave him two new fobs. My wife and I helped him pack up all her belongings, put them in his storage unit on the ground level, and instructed the concierge that she was no longer welcomed in his place and to allow her access to his storage to retrieve her belongings. His building has a no soliciting rule and a pre-approved guest list, so he told him she was no longer allowed up to his apartment. His building is very strict, and that no one can stay there without being added to the lease for more than 30 consecutive days. Since she isn't on the lease, she is effectively excommunicado, and there is no recourse because she isn't a leaseholder. She still calls and texts, but he has yet to see her since he came to stay with us. His sister, the cop, found out what was going on from my wife and she lost her shit. 
Needless to say, we had to talk her down about putting her career in jeopardy. For now, the ex-girlfriend is gone from his place, and we just have to see how long it takes her to get the hint. To fuck this is the yeah. best ending yes. ever. This is a W for sure. Literally the best friend went above and beyond. I love yep. that. Yes. Yep. My, my and push. you wanted to cut him out. I know. Yeah, bro. Hey, but just know, open door policy. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. in my circle, no matter what happens. Bro. I love that apartment <laughs> complex too. Like how they have like the rules. Like yeah, that's pretty like, dope. days. That's that's cool. That's but honestly, you know what thing is? I feel like a lot of the past issues that we run into, um, it has a lot to do with just the freaking complex, dude. Like mm-hmm. the fact that we have a lot of protection now is pretty cool. But like, let's say the previous places in Christina, you can freaking you know add on to this. Like we used to live in like. Wish dumpy areas bro oh, <laughs> yeah we're like you know you know there's there haven't been anything like there was no protection like, we couldn't be like hey don't let this person in because yeah, they're psychotic yeah. we, we didn't have we that we didn't you know? have that so, yeah. like yeah it's one pretty thing cool. i would say though is this is still someone that you were girlfriend and boyfriend with so to just disappear like that that can be hella scary oh, for yeah. that person I mean, yeah. do i call yeah. cops is there are they missing like they're not a I don't see them anywhere. It's been three days. Yeah. No communication. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think kind of chiming in there is, I, I I don't know if one thing, this is one of the most interesting stories I think I've ever heard you guys ever pitch out to us. So I, I'm already like the gears are turning, but in my head, was there ever an opportunity to just like sit her down in a stage? Like we're thinking conspiracy setting, right? So like if we were to stage a situation at a coffee place where everyone's like dialed in and their earbuds <laughs> just listening, right? It's a safe okay. environment. And you were to sit boyfriend and said girlfriend and have an honest conversation and be like so you're crazy yeah that wouldn't this work. doesn't this isn't gonna work because she's crazy that wouldn't work but it's it's a stage setting so even like oh, the coffee shoot. there's a mic in it so like everyone hears it i like, get you the whole entire yeah. thing like just say like your piece everything <laughs> just in the mic just freaking joining the mic no, but, i mean i don't know what was there ever a conversation to say like he sounds genuinely scared for his life. No, yeah, so yeah he's panicking like at this that, point. You yeah, don't sit down you don't with sit them. Down with you them. just yeah, cut you do them action. Out. Yeah, and like you he, need people like he does his yeah. bestie around him mm-hmm. to help him get rid of that situation. But there's no talking to this person. Well, I mean, bro, that could turn into a hostage situation real quick, bro. You sit down in a coffee shop. True. Yo, you bitch are crazy, bro. Yeah, it's in a public setting. Dude, Christina already thought it through. If you ever do this, by the way, hypothetically, if someone, if this were a hypothetical, blink three times. Oh wait, my God, we can't see your eyes. Uh, Yeah, no, but I don't know. But what's the purpose of having that conversation? Well, because think about the other way around. You guys tell me, if you guys would have put situation A and B, A is like, let's have a, like a civil conversation, talk it through. She might blurt and like just have it make a scene, right? In public. Okay. Or you just rip the band-aid. What do you expect her to do if you already, if she, we already know she's going to be crazy? That's no longer your, your, your concern. Like, well, my, let what, it, what like, you guys are saying is just rip the band-aid off and like, it's over, boom, we're done. And then, I would, I would rip the band-aid off, but at the same time, I would like... Just put like a little note. Yeah, we're done, bitch. You know, something like that. Like, let them know that hey, I'm alive, and I know you're you're not. No, but back I mean, in saying, my life. like even prior to all of that, like we're rewinding it back, like the entire time, like through the relationship. Do you feel like if Bestie was actually Bestie and he reached out okay. to his best friend and was like, "Hey, I need help. I can't get out of this relationship. What do you recommend?" Like that's where at that point you should use everyone in your corner. Now, yeah, she might be darts on his on his phone. Yeah, but like that's where you have to get like outside support and say even before it gets to. You know, we're boom, we're all the way far ahead in this story. Yeah. What if what if 
keyword just to have a conversation. If the conversation blows up, that's on her. Now he can make the appropriate steps. Like, Hey, I need help. I need, I need to call whoever I need to call. I need, I need to get really like under the radar, but the Mm -hmm. fact that it's so far down the line, you guys are saying like, it's just boom, let's just dip and leave. But she's living in his place. Right. So like, I just don't see that being, I don't know, like uh, in a, in a well, bit, like in, in a situation that benefits him, I just think she's gonna lash out and break stuff. We've seen those crazy movies where like she'll start throwing stuff. You know, that's what you have to do Stab in a public a cop setting. or something. Where like if I'd no, rather that's get that's why the friends packed her shit for, for her. her. Yeah, they didn't let her come back. They, they I think put the conversation would have made her like just come back to the apartment stuff. and lash out and do stuff because she is already prepared and she then, already you know, knows what what's I do? coming. Start recording. Instead They're of like, I'm gonna put it on the tab. They don't care. I don't want to go through that. I just want you're out and like that's it. I don't hear you're anything from, from you. I don't want to give her the opportunity to do that and then I have to pursue legal mm. action. No, you're just out and that's it. I think uh-huh. also like the the crappy stuff about Reddit is the, like we don't get a lot of the inside knowledge. Like we don't know we don't know anything. We just know whatever they're telling us, right? Yeah. Um so like for all we know, homie maybe already tried to have that conversation with her multiple times mm-hmm. or Probably even tried to reach out to somebody and she was like, Hey, why are you reaching out to that guy? No, it's just me you and me. You don't mm-hmm. get to reach out to people, right? Just I feel like toxic relationships aren't anything where you're like, Oh man, like I'm in a toxic relationship, let me get out. No, it's like or not I'm in a it's like, yeah. oh, this is becoming toxic. Let me get out. No, it's like, oh, it's already toxic, and I'm stuck here now. Yeah. And, and you know, like that's how they out. are. I'm surprised okay. that she didn't block the best friend's number. Yeah, that. Would, uh, I feel like that would have. That, that would have. Like she's too keen. She's like, yeah. oh no, like maybe I might tip him off. Like maybe no, I'll just. Yeah, like, she's got maybe hot guys, maybe he she's might know something's guys, wrong. Bro. Yeah. yeah, she thought it all through. Yeah, Thanks. thinking yeah. on another level. Mm-hmm. When you mentioned psychotic, you literally meant psychotic. Yeah, that's all right and you were exaggerating but no you're right on and you guys and uh, i guess more casey you were saying that this is one of the most interesting reddit stories you've heard this next one oh man we're just spicing up i want to let you know this next one and for you guys out there listening it's gonna be a long one so sit down i don't know grab a cracker tea maybe a little bit of uh dipping sauce and uh, enjoy this next story it is and it's also oh it's an advice one our advice so our professional advice, which is very unprofessional. I need to, I actually need to point it out. No, we're not professionals. Uh, please don't see us. Uh, next one <laughs> is, I walked in on my son having with my brother's wife. Throw away. I, 44 female, walked in on my son, 18 male, having with my sister-in-law, 34 female, brother's wife, in a cabin. And I think they have been having for a while. My brother, 37 male, moved in with us in February with his wife and two children. My husband, 44 male, and I have a big house on a farm. My husband is a farmer. And with everyone working from home, we thought it would be a good chance to stay together as a family and for my nieces to spend time on the farm. I have three children and all of them live with us. The oldest is 18 male and the other two are 16 female and 13 female. On the day my brother arrived, I went to buy groceries with my son, and he went on to the pharmacy to get his gym supplements. Let's go. Oh, wait, no. Things, I shouldn't be on his side. <laughs> well, it's good <laughs> that you're getting your gym supplements. That's cool. <laughs> um, all right. He went to get his uh, gym supplements, and I bought the food. I saw condoms in my son's plastic bag when we arrived at the house, two packs with 36 condoms each, so 72 in total. I didn't think anything of it. I thought he had gotten it for a girlfriend and wanted to be safe. Everything was fine. Everyone got along. My sister-in-law and son would go on an early run around the farm. Everything seemed normal until last month. 
when they left on the run, but I was up baking and never saw them make any rounds around the farm, which was weird. I asked about it and they said they decided to hit the road. I thought nothing of this. Everything seemed normal. My sister-in-law and son seemed to have a very, very good bond. Yesterday, I was coming home from a friend's house early in the morning and the sun wasn't up yet and it was a little dark, but I saw that the cabin we have in the farm was open and the light was on. I thought maybe one of the employees had forgotten to lock up. So I went to close the door and switch off the light. As I got closer, I heard people having sex and I took a peek and it was my son and my sister-in-law having sex. I didn't confront them. I was in such a shock. I still haven't told anyone what I saw and I don't know what to do. Should I confront them? Should I tell my brother? Should I tell my husband? I'm so confused. I've been doing a lot of thinking. I'm sure they have been having for a while from the condoms. My son was always at the house and never brought a girlfriend. The morning runs around the farm. Do they really go on a run? Do they have The close relationship is weird. What do I do? Oh, is it weird? <laughs> is it really? <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Mm. Okay, what? This happened a month ago? And you just, like, been sitting Barely. on this information? I didn't even think about that part. I didn't even digest like? it. I'm like, you know what? On top of that, what's probably best case scenario instead of talking to my family? Reddit. Let's go. Okay, this is what I do. Okay, I go home literally that day, not a month later, but I tell you, and we're going to get our son together, and we're going to talk to him. After that, we're gonna we're gonna kick her out, but she, we're gonna give her. You're gonna tell my brother. Oh, the son. You're gonna tell him right now. No. Me? No, her brother. Her brother. The, the your brother? sister-in-law. Sister-in-law. <laughs> the sister-in-law. Okay. What? That don't make sense now. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I get you. I'm gonna talk to the sister-in-law. I'm you. like, you're gonna pack your shit, but before you leave, I'm gonna give you the chance to t- tell my brother what's going on. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I won't. I won't tell. And then I will. Duh. <laughs> but if I. But if you don't tell him, Oscar, I get you. My bad. All so, right, uh, yeah, so I got can, can we all agree with me when I say no. she's no. cut? No, <laughs> <laughs> she's yes, yes. yes. No, she's cut. Yeah, no, she's cut. She's cut. Right yeah. Everyone agreed for me. You heard that? Hey, man. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't think there was any other way to say it any more better than the way you did. I think confronting your son and your husband. I, it's, it's such a sticky situation. Yeah. Not, you know, it's a really bad. Use the words, but um, I, I think the way you approached it is like right on the dot. I think you have to give her the chance to to be accountable. I just like you're a little ill. <laughs> I was trying yeah. not to laugh. <laughs> okay. So the way that I said I would approach it, you think that's the, the best way to approach it? Why? Because this is life-altering family decisions yeah. that were ruined. Relationships are ruined. Yeah. And I, I think that's something you don't tiptoe around. You just have to be very blunt, to put it, you know, and, and sad, sadly enough, I think your son has to be also in the full 100%. Like, he has to understand and comprehend that he made a mistake. Yeah. yeah. And sadly would enough. Would you guys have peeked in to the... Yeah, probably a little bit. Mm. Wait, what, sorry, one more time? Because how she found out. She heard people doing it, so she peeked. And well, then got, that's when she saw that it was her son. I gotta know what's happening. Up. If I hear <laughs> and shit, like somewhere, I, I gotta know. Yo, this is my farm, bro. This is my cabin. Okay, Who the fuck happens? Hey, this is no animals in the back. This yeah. <laughs> Imagine it is. <laughs> no, no, but I, I, do, I do kind of chime, like, chime into there. I... I do at the same time I do not want to see it, but at the same time I do because yeah. because 
Well, you know, because it's... you you have to comprehend your own blood and family is cheating, and I think that that kind of like compromises. But you didn't know it, who it was. Facts. But it could have been just some randos. But that's what I'm trying to say. Like, even if it's randos, I didn't know what's going on, bro. Like, Nobody having sex here without me knowing. Peaked. You know I what I'm saying? For a split second to see, like, what I the would fuck? Yes. Would pe- okay, I would the peak. way I would have handled it, I would have never found out. Maybe that would be pretty good for my mental health. Um, but <laughs> I am like hearing that. I'm like, what the fuck? You know? I would, <laughs> I would leave. I would not pee. What the fuck? I would leave. <laughs> come back later when I assume they're not in there anymore. Right. And now put a lock so that it can't happen again with just random people using nah, my shit. But you got to pee, homie, because you got to know what's up in your property, yeah. bro. I 100% agree. And I think it. It's, I do not need to see it. Yeah. And, and it, it's, I agree, but. You're it, not going to stare at it. Tell me that she's not forever going to remember that image of her son. Of her son, yeah. But who would have thought? She wasn't expecting her yeah. son, you know. So it's like, I don't need to see anyone. I know. <laughs> Hey, I wouldn't be surprised. As funny as this story, not funny, obviously, it's a really bad story. <laughs> but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. And we'll probably hear this in just a moment, so I might be jumping the gun here. But in, in terms of somewhere down the line, am I the asshole for kicking out my sister-in-law? Oh, snap. <laughs> we might just pass up on this story once again. But Okay, okay. A part that I haven't thought about. How, yeah. Like, your brother. Oh, uh, bro, that's, uh, that's, that's really Yeah, how dying. do you deal with that situation uh, when he finds that's out? A falling out? That's a falling out. Imagine Hard, he bro. doesn't believe the sister. Because <laughs> like, was no, not. Assuming that the, yeah. the sister-in-law told him. Oh, okay. Like, if she tells him, but like, how do you look at your brother and like, I know what my son did. I'm sorry. No, dude, that's hard. I feel like he'd had, bro. He wouldn't be an uncle no more. Like, he'd probably disown that 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 yeah, kid, bro. Yeah. Like, bro, you just. But that's your kid wife, and dog. that's your brother. So yep. like, yeah, no. Uh, you probably some therapy stuff, bro. Doesn't therapy stuff for the, the 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 uncle, right? Your brother, whatever. Like, go to therapy to try to forgive your your nephew. And also the fact that your wife cheated on you, but uh, but Ooh, for the son, her. you'd have to. She's out. Consequences, bro. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think Oscar kind of mentioned this at the very beginning. We're not giving any type of professional experience. This is like our own personal, <laughs> unprofessional experience. And so, I mean, what I, are you trying to say? I, I think it, it's it's very hard to assume what would happen in that situation. I mean, we can speculate all we want, but there there is some form of trust that's going to be broken. And, and yeah. as sad as it is, Definitely, yeah. you know, you're going to have to not only defend your child at one point against a conversation with your like it, it's just not going to be a pretty ending one way or another yeah but you know, you know what, family though? family over everything you know and I, I just hope this is something through therapy through whatever resolution you have to figure out just know that you guys move forward together it's not going to look like that right now but somewhere down the line you know family yeah. family yeah. always yeah. sticks up for one another and i disagree with you on that but well, <laughs> in terms of a family sticking up with you, yeah you it just depends it's perfectly fine to cut some family members off your life mm-hmm. and sometimes people that are not related by blood turn out to be closer than your family so i do think that i I don't completely agree (laughs) okay i don't completely agree with you on that but something that i just thought about as the brother let's say i'm the brother I, i would obviously feel negative feelings towards my nephew but at the end of the day, when your spouse cheats on you, you that's a problem between you and your spouse. Mm. Yeah. So in this case, it's 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 your nephew. But if it had been anyone else, still, I'm not blaming that other person. I'm blaming my spouse because the person I have a commitment with is my spouse. The one who betrayed you. Yeah. Ultimately. And I, I 100% agree. And just seeing the bigger picture of everything, there is there is no happy ending. 
as sad no. as it is. But there, there is, is an ending. For them. <laughs> a happy ending dun, for them. Dun, dun, dun. Oh. Hit it. Update time. All right? Yeah. I love this because we have so many <laughs> updates for these ones. Um, so we get to know what happens. But all right, update. As was suggested by many of the comments, I decided to tell my husband first and proceed from there. My husband lost it. He first thought it was a joke. We talked about the issue and we decided we should first talk to our son before telling my brother. We confronted our son with what I saw. He already knew what was going on as he saw my Reddit post and put two and two together. Mm. Dang, Reddit <laughs> post, give it away, man. He put didn't. two and two? It's like, that's exactly my story. Wait a second. <laughs> Born. This family living on Reddit? <laughs> <laughs> could be, could be. All right. He didn't deny anything. He confessed. He told us he and sister not have been having since February of last year. Damn. He was 17 at the time. <gasps> my no, son said it no. started on sister-in-law's birthday party he attended. They got drunk and had in a bathroom and they have been meeting at hotels ever since and sneaking off at family gatherings. Damn. After my, my son's confession, my husband just lost it and told my son to leave the house and go to our condo in town as he didn't want to see him in front of him at this moment. When my son was gone, my husband stormed into my brother's room and told my brother everything. Sister-in-law was not in the house at the moment. My brother lost it and packed his stuff, took the kids, and left. He asked where my son had gone, and he said he wanted to teach him a lesson. We didn't tell him, and he eventually left. Sister-in-law didn't return. I think my brother might have called her, mm-hmm. or my son warned her, and she is too afraid to come back. Her things are still in the house. In all the screaming and shouting, my daughters heard everything mm-hmm. and are devastated that their family might be ruined they miss their brother and are afraid my husband won't ever let him in the house again. My husband hates all forms of infidelity to the core and has always drilled this in our two eldest children that, that they must never cheat on anyone or be in a relationship with someone in a relationship. I know it did nothing wrong in this, but how will I ever look at my brother in that again? He won't answer any calls or texts. My husband said I should give him time to heal. My son has left the condo because he is afraid of what my brother will do to him and is now hiding at a friend's and he won't tell us which friend. No word on sister-in-law. Wow. That teaches the whole story. He was 17. 17. Yeah, but that's some like crime shit. Yes. Right? That is, yeah. You can yeah, go to bro. jail for it. That's probably why she doesn't want to like face up because she knows. Yeah. She, if she gets caught, she's getting yeah. caught, caught. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that kid, if the two daughters know because they've been taught by their father to not cheat, that means that the son was taught the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm just really curious to hear your guys' input here, knowing how how strong, like, just this family commitment to one another being absolutely no infidelity whatsoever. Do you believe, maybe it sounds more just like the dad, but being this whole family in itself, are they going to pursue legal action? What do you guys think? I see this shit, but like, like, yeah, bro. What the, I think once, you're just on with this life. once the kid is over age, I don't think they decide that no more because he's oh, over he would eighteen. Be the one that has to yeah, press but technically, I don't know. Really? That's why I was kind of curious because it happened before. But the parents don't don't. They can't, they can't actually no. pursue. If I'm he was seventeen, still yes, because he's still. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, interesting. I thought it was as long as they're like the guardian or something. Or is it when you're 18, you're no longer needed guardian? Is that what it is? Oh, I don't know. I don't know, man. We're not professionals, but we're also sort of professionals. And then it would also, I feel like, depend if my brother yeah. would continue <laughs> being in that relationship. Mm. Is he going to stay with her? And then oh, I'm yeah. over here pressing charges? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, they're so they're so bad, bro. Yeah. They're so messy. Bad. Yo, y'all really fucked up, literally, bro. Y'all are really just out here fucking, man. Um, a question for you guys. Wait, what'd you say? Oh, you're fucking. <laughs> the thing is, it's like, why even do this, bro? Like, okay. There's so many people out there, too. Yeah. Like, if you Dude, wanted to smash someone, yes, like. Bro. Dude, like your neighbor or something. Like, why the kid? Facts, like, dude. dude. Yeah. That's so I, know, man. I even though, like. Do you guys think, um, what is it? Ignorance and ignorance is bliss. Oh, don't nah. don't apply that here. This is this is. Uh, I I believe this is something. I understand. Like, what if what if you just didn't know? Yeah, would have made everything better. But I I think. You I know, think one, so. one way or another, you know, malintent finds its. It's yeah. it always services one way or another. The truth I, always comes out too, and I think it's best that it's that it came out because that's fucked up. It's also like both sides. Even if it's like you're ignorant of this situation happening, this sister in law seems really shitty, shitty bro. Yeah. Shitty. Like if she's willing to do that, like to a minor dude, bro, you're like what, twenty something years old, whatever it is? She's about twenty five, twenty eight, something around there. Yeah. Hey, man, I don't know, I don't remember. But like, yeah, twenty something, right? Mm-hmm. And this is a seventeen year old, bro. Like, you gotta draw a line, homie. That's some illegal shit. It and is. so like if you're willing to do that, what else are you willing to do? You know? Yeah. Right, like I bet she, bro, I, I'm willing to bet if this didn't break up the family, there was something else that she's going to do or, some, or there would have been something else that she would have done that would have broken up the family. Well, how much point. longer does this keep going until nice. they, they keep their secret? Yeah, that's the other thing I was going to kind of tap into. Cause it's like, for the brother's sake, yeah. for the brother's sake, I'm glad that it came out. truth came out. But if that was <laughs> part of the equation... My son's a grown up. That person's mm-hmm. a grown up. Did I need to know? That? Yeah. Well, okay. Hear me out. Just this is my last little bit about this. What if we were to go one more step further? Okay. What happens if she gets pregnant? No, that would be horrible. Yeah. Be so th- so that's that's why I mean, like, timing is everything. Well, good thing you use condoms, but yeah. But let's just say, like, the big what if? What like, happened to us? The well, we were saying a moment ago. How long does this secret keep going? And then, I I just think. You know, everything happens for a reason. And yeah. we're looking at this from, from just, like, the now aspect. I think eventually, somewhere down the line, this is something, I don't know. You know, it, it it's not unrealistic to just own your kid up for something like this. But I just hope it's something, at least the son feels comfortable to come home and just be held accountable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But how are you held accountable? Like, you, what do you, no grounding. Like, mm-hmm. you did what you did. Well, it, it it's, it's that. But also, the accountability part isn't necessarily... It, it, it's tough to like pick apart this story, but it's more specifically between the son and the father. The father installed one specific core feature of this family and cheating is absolutely un- unacceptable. So that's why the son specifically doesn't want to come back. Obviously there's the ramifications of everything, but it, you yeah. know, the guilt of a child to not only feel disowned, but just the fact that you let down the core part of what makes your family like, together it, it's knowing commitment relationship yeah. like integrity like yeah. it essentially yeah. comes down to character like core characteristic traits right yeah and that's why it's so demeaning and almost i'd rather just not go home and i just hope Facts. eventually he knows he can come home and just be held like just just you just have to bite the bullet yeah well, it'd almost be one of those things where like as a father i probably just put the ball on his court if he doesn't come back apologizing or just you know something along those lines i'm like we're just going to be in no contact for a minute, at what? least until, like... I'm never going no contact with my child. 
Snap. Well, like, like I said, yeah. <laughs> it, it's tricky because it's, it's hard for us to project how, like, we can only just yeah, imagine what we true. would do in that situation. And Elma and Oscar, I think you both bring up really good points. You know, you're going through so many emotions in that time and place. And yeah. we, we have to look at both perspectives. Like, the kid absolutely feels like he he not only, he, he had to have known somewhere down in his core, like, this this is absolutely the worst case scenario. But he's still cont- like that, you know, that in and of himself, rush. he's okay. having an identity crisis at, at the age 18 yeah. and his father can't look at him the same way anymore. And that, that's just something he, as being the son, has to like own up and live with and just he has to move forward. Like he yeah. just has to be, he has yeah. to own up to it. He does. Yeah, By the way, she was 34. Crazy. Yeah. Um, there is a little bit of info on this story, which just to add on to kind of, you know, give everybody a little more information here. But like. Um, it came out that she was the one that was initiating everything. Like she's the one that booking for everything. She's the one that initiated first time with him. Um, uh, she is the one like actually giving him allowance. Um, buying him food That's and shit like that. Like, for technically, then bro, yeah, that I, she's the one that I feel like honestly it might even it's like probably as an adult because she really. Wasn't though he was kind of a minor in the beginning. It's yeah. probably like seventy thirty to be honest, because you should not be doing that, bro. Okay, first seventy thirty, like seventy percent her fault, thirty percent. He's a fault. minor, period. Well, yeah, but after the eighteen, you know, after eighteen, you're not an adult. Well, if he was thinking. groomed, that's true. Yeah. A lot of it is her fault. For the most I part. I agree, but at the same time, we we always bring this up, and it's always hard to determine because every child is very different. Yeah, but at the age of seventeen, all of a sudden it clicks into eighteen. He's an adult. No, at the, I personally think when when you're at that point of seventeen, like you're you're looking at the world like, you know, you're looking at in in a growing mindset and perspective like an adult. You're you're conscious of the decisions you're making at that point. Yeah, and I, I like I said, I think the kid yes, has to take full accountability for but that. To a certain extent, at that age, we think we know what we're doing. I knew what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. Was that when you were running too? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, leave that for another episode, right? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I think I think honestly, it was a lot of her fault. Um, that's a lot of that's a lot of wrong stuff with her. Like, I think the first one's an accident. You have sex. That's, that's not an, ac- an accident. Bro, okay, that is no, not no, no, an let me put it like this. Like, no. all right, for, okay, first time, whatever. Leave it at that, bro. Stop, oh. stop it after the first time. What Maybe, are you saying? What I'm saying is like, no. What I'm saying is you're out that door. First time was an accident. Let me let me get Same. it. Okay, I'm like saying. Let me put it this way. In this in their situation. Not me, right? In their situation, um, uh, she ex- she fucked them. That's wrong, bro. That's wrong. That's enough to go to jail. I yes. Let me. No, let me, you, you just yes, need to bro. Stop. Let me finish this one. I can I can I can dig myself out of this hole. Give me a sec. I. <laughs> you you did that shit. That's wrong of you. But then you went and proceeded to like pay for his allowance and shit, and like take care of him and book all these appointments and shit, bro. You're gonna hell. Like this ain't no like one-time thing you are like building like a case for yourself at this point like you're you're basic but like what are you trying to what's the end goal here you're just gonna like take him you know like take over his life and stuff like what are you doing so that's what I, that's what i was trying to say i wasn't saying she's a good girl or whatever i'm just saying like she really i was saying first time was an accident Fine, right, let's whatever. go jump next story and that? for the record and we always say that this is our unprofessional professional <laughs> opinions so <laughs> you know I'm just, happy, I'm just happy that we have the ability and the capability to like give our input in situations like this it's just so far-fetched and like crazy for us to like at least for me like when when hearing a story like this it's like this has to be fake right like it's just it's just so out there, but I think what always you know it's always funny for me. Someone had such a traumatic experience. 
I gotta put it on Reddit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, the internet knows no, my family. Some people are fucked up with that though, you know. <laughs> hey man, that's what's keeping this podcast alive. So you guys keep doing your thing, you know. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna judge you too hard. But next story here, and so that story, it's more of like a palate cleanser. I wanted to put it here because we just went through like a whole roller coaster with these last stories. But this one's a little more lighthearted, all right? It's, would I be the asshole for spraying some kid with my garden hose daily after he walks all over my lawn? <laughs> I, 37 male, live with my wife, 37 female, and son and daughter, 9 and 11 respectively. Recently, there has been this kid who comes by our house after playing soccer and either rides his bike or walks all over my lawn with his cleats on his way home. It started out as me giving him stern looks whenever I saw him. Then it slowly progressed to me asking him to just go around. The last time I asked him to stop, he made a point to stomp extra hard and twist his feet into the grass to piss me off. Since then, I've just been hosing him. The first time I sprayed him with the hose, he ran off. But then for some reason, he just started standing there while I hose him like he enjoys it. (laughs) It's now progressed to me sitting on my lawn chair pointing my hose at him and him just staring at me while he does so. Sometimes we even make small talk. I'm not gonna lie, it started out as a really bitter relationship, but I've actually gotten to know the kid quite well. We talk for maybe 15 to 20 minutes every day, and he doesn't seem to mind being hosed down after sweating from playing a hard soccer. He comes by daily, and we just shoot the shit while I hose him, and he stands there for a bit. Wife told me I need to stop. Even after I explained it to her, she said, I'm making us look childish and like idiots. I guess I could stop, but honestly, it's really funny waiting for him to come by <laughs> and I see no harm in it. Would I be the a-hole? You know what? This seems like a very wholesome story. Yeah, yeah it's a little more... Pla- yeah, I wanted to clean up, clean up the episode because the last <laughs> ones were a little... You know what I'm saying? A little iffy. <laughs> I, I, I think just for... You know the point of the conversation. No, not the asshole. Because look at this, look at this blooming relationship. This no, is no. awesome. I yeah. think if, if I didn't know better, this sounds like the beginning of a beautiful friendship, oddly between a kid and a grown adult. But you know, you're borderline. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think what's what's interesting here is it's one of those stories where, you know, I, I have I think he did everything in his own right. It's not like he's physically harming this kid. You know? Yeah, and I think the hosing was a little extra, but. I mean, look how it turned out, you know, I guess what I'm curious about is, does a kid now come continuously just to get hosed down and still continuously mess up his lawn? I think he just stands there. That's what I'm thinking. So at this point, it sounds pretty harmless. Like on his lawn. Yeah. Yeah. At first I thought he was being rude because he was like stomping. He is being rude. And then, sorry, I was just standing there. So I don't. I think what like, what happened is that this kid maybe doesn't have love in his home and stuff. So he's just like a troubled kid. And doing this was part of him, like, lashing Lashing out. out. Mm -hmm. And now that this guy is, he's just, like, talking to him and stuff, they're becoming besties in a really weird but cute way. That's what he needs. Yeah, He probably needs someone, like, you know, in in the moment of, uh, what do you want to call it, like, misdemeanor. You know, he just happens to find, like, a friend 
in the moment, you know, and yeah. maybe that maybe that's all he needs, you know. Sometimes I think kids that lash out like that is just for attention. They have lack of attention at home, and sometimes misbehaving is the only way they can get attention. Well, they're misbehaving because yeah. they need attention. Yeah, and it's they also need some type of affection. Mm-hmm. You know? Also, kind of good because it's kind of like a fifteen to twenty minute therapy session almost. Because like they, they have a conversation, you know, like the That's kid tells true. them, "Yo, this was up with my life," and the guy's like, "Well, this is up with my life," you know. Yeah, he <laughs> also saw- one of the most important parts. He also probably saw that the guy didn't lash out back at him, so he felt comfortable just like standing yeah. there too. Yeah, mm. I think it's also kind of like um, uh, I think that what made the relationship work is like we get along because they're both being assholey to each other. You know, <laughs> like if it was like an old dude who just like yelled at him and then was like stop and then whatever and then walked away. I don't think the kid would have felt comfortable to just, like, talk to him, mm-hmm. you know? But he's like, I stomp on your floor and you host me down. Oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah. Like, we're going to have an interesting relationship. I, you know? I was just going to chime in and say, oddly enough, I feel like this is your story because you just found another jokester who's willing to match your level. <laughs> and you're like, oh, let's go. <laughs> you're with the host? Yeah, this is a, I would love for this to happen. To me. I, I hope this happens to me one day. <laughs> Oscar in the future. Let's <laughs> go. I'm just trying to kid. Just holding down. Getting stumped. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, so we're not getting a lawn. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is this is. When Oscar had a lawn, he, he heard playground. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is this is dope. I I wonder what it's gonna turn into though. Like, uh, it'd be pretty cool if it was one of those stories where like the kid grows up, you know, here every now and then comes and talks with the guy too. It's mm-hmm. kind of like you know, as they keep getting older and junk, they just they still maintain close relationship. I hope so. Yeah. This reminds me of um, Modern Family. I don't know if you guys watched it, but Luke becomes friends with an old old guy. guy. Yeah. Okay. Didn't I wasn't gonna say that part, but (laughs) but yeah, it's just an innocent, odd relationship, unexpected, but it's an innocent, sweet relationship. Yeah. Now, honestly, even too, I love talking to old people, bro. Like, uh, I think as a youngster, not saying this dude's old because he's not. He's like thirty-seven. You know, time we were live. But, like, um, as a youngster, bro, one of my favorite things was talking to older people. Um, and I loved it because I, I loved to pretend I was an old person. You know, have you guys ever done that? You just find an old person, and then you talk to them, and then you pretend to be old like them. They'll, they'll be like, they'll just say something, and you're like, man, you know, it's just it's hard it struggles out here, you know? The, I mean, I'm, I'm not making a lot of money these days. Ten bucks is kind of hard to live off of. Like, and bro, I feel like old people love that stuff. Like, they love to... You know, little kids, because they're Can't stupid. Really. I, I, I avoid old people. <laughs> you know, it's, it's pretty funny because, uh, you know, now that I'm actually really thinking about it, I, I've never had an issue starting conversation with anyone, everyone. Stranger, young. Yeah. I wouldn't say old. I would say old. experienced. No. <laughs> you know, but Wise. You know, interesting enough, I, I personally just like hearing people's perspectives on things. And so, um, I don't know. I'll ask someone, you know, like, how you, how's your day going? Or, like, if, yeah. if, like I, have, I have this happen a lot. Like, if, if I'm getting coffee, I'm like, oh, what, what are you going to get? Like, oh, I think that sounds really great. Like, I don't have issues starting conversation. I yeah, think. yeah. What, what really intrigues me more is, like, it tends to be the more mature, like the more interesting conversations for me are typically the ones who have experienced more of life, you know, not necessarily, I'm not saying younger people are a little bit more timid or shy, but I just so happen to spark more interesting conversations with people who, I don't know, who've been around a couple, a couple more years than me, you know? Yeah. But I, it's, I don't know. That's interesting. I I wouldn't go as far to say to have that conversation. I need to host someone (laughs) like (laughs) be in that specific circumstance for me to have that conversation. But I think you do. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) 
I like the story. That's yeah. really wholesome. Yeah, I, I think story. this is a really wholesome story. Uh, Tao coming on this one was okay. This is hilarious. <laughs> I was gonna say you were the asshole and get a fence, but I see nothing wrong with what's going on now. Not the asshole. He wouldn't have been an asshole either way, in my opinion. Yeah. That's my yeah, yard. Kind of he knows one. what he's True. doing. True. Get the shoddy on everything. Um, uh, but yeah, what? no, it's uh, I think it's fine with whatever happens here. Um, uh, with that being said, though, you wanna you wanna close us off here, Casey? What? <laughs> yeah, uh, I I just want to chime in and say you know how grateful how how fortunate it is for us to be reoccurring people here, but not not specifically just for you know our favorite people and couple here, but for all of you guys. You know, I think we find this so entertaining to see here we are now. Uh, how many followers, subscribers do you guys have now on YouTube, like officially? I mean, I don't. When this video comes out, maybe more. Hopefully, <laughs> That's the goal. Yeah. Hopefully. right now we're at eight ten, bro. We're almost to one thousand. And I know you. Got, we set this goal a little earlier, maybe like a month or two back. But like, we're still striving to get to that first a thousand. So help a brother out, bro. <laughs> Subscribe. You know, watch. <laughs> Hear it out, man. This is only gonna get more fun from here, bro. Um, uh, but yeah, you can take the mic back, Casey. Go ahead. Yeah, but with that said, we just want to say thank you guys so much for, you know, chiming on in. And as Oscar always says, you know, have a great day, have a great week, have a great month, great year. Just have a great time. Join us on in at this crazy event and stay tuned for the next one. See you then. Bye. Later, guys. Anybody who's new, who's looking at this video for the first time, subscribe, bro. Join us in this crazy neighborhood of ours and, uh, you know, just have some fun, silly times with us. Hear some Reddit stories and let's see where the heck this goes. We'll see you on the next one. Laters.